Frazier is wounded again. How's it going? Back to another uh, delightful episode of Sideshow Frazier. This week, we're jumping right into uh, 1994, uh, October 11th, for an outstanding episode entitled Flower Child. It's where Niles carries around a big old bag of flour the whole time. (laughs) Like an idiot. Well, it was a a social experiment. And our Sideshow this week uh, is Step by Step. And it's a weird episode. Uh, I think it's called Spoiled Sport, where, uh, well, let's just say old Patrick Duffy doesn't have a great time trying to be a sportscaster. But first, as you know, if you've never listened before, this is a podcast about Frasier and one other show from the same broadcast week in history. So as I mentioned, we're in October 1994. Now, what happened in this one? After witnessing a birth, Niles contemplates becoming a parent. Meanwhile, Frazier attempts to retrieve a get-well card for a colleague because he wrote an inappropriate message on it. Now, how this episode starts is in a taxi cab, I'm pretty sure, uh, with all three of the dudes. So it's Frazier, Niles, and Martin. And I don't remember where they're going. Uh, It doesn't matter where they're going. I got a question for you, though. If you were a part of three people and you were getting a taxi cab, would you be all all sitting in the back or would you feel compelled to sit in the front with the driver? Oh, you got to go up front, the driver. I completely agree. I think that it was a little, and I get it for TV purposes because it does look funnier, but in reality, you got to sit up front. You got to give that driver. If they're, you don't squeeze three people in the back seat of a cab. Maybe it's unsafe. Maybe they don't let you drive a, or ride up front anymore. Yeah, I don't know. We don't live in New York. What do they do? Like, They're in Seattle. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. I think anytime I think of taxi cabs, that's like, like we don't really have cabs running around the city. There are downtown, right? There's yeah, like in Texas, cabs. I don't know. They're all gypsy cabs, I think, right? Like in Royal Tenenbaums. Cabs like, are dying, man. The whole <laughs> cab industry is just crushed. I I mean, you think cabs are dying, but I said, I think the like uh, fake it? ones are still alive and well because Uber's going strong, undoubtedly. Yeah. No, but, no, I'm talking about Uber, Lyft, or, or you you're know. Talking about old school yellow Ske- taxis. Sco. With a I'm gonna number. start. I'm gonna start a company, just a rival company called Sco. Okay. <laughs> Sco. It might be taken. Is it just S K O? I don't know how you spell it. Like S G O. Like S apostrophe G O. Sco. S G O. Like let's go. Sco. Sco. S G O. All right. And it's just it's 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 exactly the same business model as Uber and Lyft. It's just called Sco. And you just all right. Bank off the name, baby. It's the exact same business model. Yeah, okay. Same thing. You don't have any unique value proposition. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Other than the name of SCO. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But right now, it's, we got SCO, baby. That's. I don't know. Make, make the SCO stand for something. Make it a cool acronym. Like It is. It's strippers S- go off. You know, like, and there's strippers in every Uber, That's male be, or female, whatever you want. See, we're this is a tight, tight and buttoned up business, okay? This is not. SCO? Yeah. <laughs> SCO is a very play by well, the yeah, book. Well, okay. Well, then that's. Uh, you know, daytime sco. Or, Obviously, you know, very well thought out. So exactly, clean, clean sco. You know, clean sco, <laughs> sco, uh, sco light. 
Let's go light. Exactly. There yeah. you go. Okay. Um, and then, you know, let's go dry. Or even like something that that sounds like appealing, but it has no meaning at all. Like, let's go beta. And people are like, what is that? What is go beta? We're, We're just beta testing. Yeah, and exactly. you're always beta testing. No matter. Forever. Yeah, you just put beta in the name. And then no one ever <laughs> no knows. Really. And then it just constantly, it's you're just in beta testing. It's not your fault, honestly, because, we're, hey, we told you we're testing. We get, we're forever testing. But then the backside is that people... No one will ever invest. People, oh, that's true. <laughs> and people always want it, though. <laughs> well, yeah, that, you're right. People, When's this shit going to pop? When's it going to drop? You know, they think they're eventually going to get tired of it. <laughs> they're just going to bail. Okay, well, that's we'll it. try it out. Seems maybe. like you're just constantly kicking the can down the road, but... Let's go beta, baby. Let's, let's, go, let's go back to strippers go off. Okay. I think that'll work. <laughs> I think that's probably no that i think we are appealing. cutting the market share drown, down dramatically because it yeah it takes kids away and it takes like church going folk away well that's one thing too strip club no never mind that's a bad idea <laughs> that's a bad <laughs> strip one. clubs for pastors <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean I, I think pastors Just need their own strip clubs specifically for pastors and that yeah. way it's like nobody tells each other it's like the mafia you know like if you all go to the same spot then it's all cool <laughs> I think that's how it works. So yeah, this episode starts in a taxi cab and their cab driver, I guess, starts going into labor at some point here. That's a, that happens all too often. Every in day. Sitcoms. And every day in the, in, in the world. You know, you feel bad for this working mother. You know, you don't know much about her, but uh, she's still working nine months pregnant yeah. out there grinding. Grinding. I couldn't imagine driving. I've never been pregnant, obviously. Not yet, at least. And Yeah. The, uh, the junior scenario is still on the table. Nobody said, you know, nobody said it couldn't happen. DeVito is waiting. All right. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, I don't I don't think that being a nine-month pregnant person is going to be it's gonna. It's not gonna be possible to work. You can't drive a cab. Yes, you can. You, no, people are working up to the minute they're pregnant. What are you a talking 19, about? I'm not. I'm specifically talking about taxi cabs. Okay. I'm talking about driving the stress of being a big okay. city taxi driver. All right. Well, you're. All you're arguing is that it, it happened. She can't be doing it. And what happened yeah. is she was so stressed she had a child. Yeah, it's a shame. It's. <laughs> Yeah, it's crime shame, isn't it? You know, she's quite, just out there working hard, just trying to make a dollar. You know? why, why she why she got to work her tail? <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, <laughs> people do have to work until the last minute of the nine months. I think it I is know. physically possible. There's stories every day. I read the news about people who didn't even know they were pregnant. They just go to the bathroom and have a baby. And just a baby comes out. Yeah, I, so yeah. they were going to work. Mm. They didn't even know they were pregnant. That Yeah, they're just always thinking, I, I, I don't even know. I don't want to talk about that. That's that's why men need to be pregnant. Otherwise, we'll never know or ever be able to talk about this. <sighs> this is very true. This is very true. We've got it easy on that one, I got to say. I mean, we could get into some weird areas. Like, what if babies breastfed from the balls instead of the boobies? Well, I mean, I don't think it's based on the same kind of milk substance. Um, it's uh, no, but what if it was like, what if we have the nutrients? I yeah, I mean, you're right, the evolution potentially, but <laughs> I don't know if the nutritional value is there. Again, I've never gone down that road. I don't know. You know? I mean, a doctor would have to weigh in. And a lot of doctors do listen to this show. Oh, tons they're, of they're them. They're big fans. We just got the Spotify uh, look back. Yes, exactly. And it said at least 100,000 doctors. Specifically. Are I thought yeah. that was an interesting uh, you know, piece of data in there. Because they're freaky. It's like pastors. Doctors. I mean, I would imagine a high-stress job like doctor, lawyer, uh, you know. 
Psychiatrist. Pharma, pharmacist, psychiatrist. Yeah, yes. Of course. And so I guess psychiatrists are the ones who go to medical school? They do, yeah. Psychologists don't. Gotcha. So if you're if you So they're the crocs. Well they go to a, they go to higher education. They know <laughs> they know quite a bit. They study a lot. Can I just be one? Yeah. Oh, I could just like say I'm a psychologist? I think so. Oh, badass. <laughs> I think you can. Just start Jordan. adding <laughs> <laughs> Just start adding things to the end of your name. I think I'm a psychologist now. Okay. <laughs> I think anybody can I, I'm a behavioralist. I mean, it's okay. like anybody can say they're these <laughs> these guys of things. I took a course. Yeah, I'm I'm I a, took a course. Things that you don't need, you know, like I'm a beekeeper. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. I've heard about beekeeping yeah. with you. Beekeeping, you, you probably don't need that much knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To to actually do that type of of. Uh, you just have to know what bees are, really. I think so. Well, uh, but yeah, you can you can call yourself any kind of uh, you know thing that I don't think is like a real like doctor's <laughs> like the weight of a the weight of a diploma of a doctor is is, is heavy, right? Is it heavier than a bee? For, mm, I don't know. They are are beekeepers in strong competition with bee finders? Uh, don't they work hand in hand? Because like know. the finders find was... them and then the keepers keep them. Well, I I mean I don't know. It's finders keepers. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! This is derailing. What are you talking about derailing? I was trying to segue with psychiatrists there. I was like, hey, and then we've got a psychiatrist. Look, we're we're gonna peel behind the curtain here. All right. <laughs> We rehearse this, as we've mentioned. We sit backstage and rehearse this for hours before we come out here. These are finely written scripts. They've been tuned. They've been run through focus groups. It's like it's it's like the Big Lebowski, really. It's like the 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 that level of professionalism and and to to almost be like it's not. Yes, that's why we have a, a fan running in the background. <laughs> It's not that it's. You hear a low uh, it's level not that hum. it's a sweltering in this room. <laughs> it is a sweltering <laughs> December day. It is a sweltering Texas December day. L- let me tell you about Texas. You just have to decide every day: are you going to turn your heat on for three hours and then turn your <laughs> turn the AC, AC on, on for another three hours? <laughs> it's in the like open a window, and it's like, well, it's not really going to work like that because it's going to get stuffy, and then for some reason that there's not. We need airflow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's a whole thing man like it's too stuffy the humidity's all weird still yeah, i'm constantly know? bringing a jacket everywhere i go and just tying it around my waist it's, it's, it's so annoying it's terrible <laughs> and that's not just because i'm peeing myself all the time <laughs> partly partly it, partly because, because of, that. of that i soil myself at least i mean at least once a day but it's not because of that <laughs> i went to the mall yesterday and oh good story yeah and I had to tie a whole like a, a jacket that's t- almost too thick to tie around your waist because you want it to be like a thin material, like a flannel. You do, and so it was a thicker material that was like full cotton zip up hoodie that had like a fleece lining in it. Oh, too thick, you know, thick arms. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I, I had know. to tie it around my waist, and it was like a big bunchy tie in the front mm-hmm. hated that i felt like i was kind of waddling around because yeah. it was so thick yeah you got fleeced yeah uh Sucks. so these kids these psychiatrists try to deliver this baby and they suck at it so a cop has to step in martin delivers this baby and uh this lady screaming the whole time in pain niles freaks out mm. all that good stuff as you can see from my meticulous notes i didn't write anything down about this first act 
Mainly because when I started on Hulu, I'll tell you, yeah, another pullback of the curtain here. I started it. For some reason, my Hulu started on the apartment scene where Daphne's running across the house. So I just thought it was a great job of exposition throughout the episode where they just kind of keep referencing this uh, like pregnancy that happened or whatever. Right. I never saw it played out until I rewatched it again before we did this episode earlier today. I was like, oh, there's this whole scene where they're in they the, actually they're see in them the, have the yeah. baby. Incredible. Yeah. I had to look the woman up that was that was playing the cab driver. I Who thought, is it? Well, I don't know. Honestly, she was in yeah, good I job. can't remember now, but I didn't do it last night. It was like, you know, we were supposed to do this whole episode last week. I know. And then <laughs> and then we got we got stifled. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. All right. Well, yeah, I, I had to look it up. I can't remember. I thought she... I, I had thought, a case of herpes, okay? That's why I don't want to talk about it, all right? It was a herpes flare-up, all right? It happens It happens every so often, okay? Sometimes it gets in the way of recording, all right? I can't help it, Jordan. You still owe me 63 bucks for getting your medicine for you, <laughs> Right, I do. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to pee on a pregnancy test. I didn't know. I thought it was a herpes test. <laughs> well, lesson learned, Steve. Lesson, lesson learned. learned. Yeah, well, I had to look her up, and I thought it was the woman from uh, Mad TV. Oh. You can't find Mad TV any- anywhere. <laughs> Probably because it wasn't any good. Yes, it was. Mad TV was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it was so good. I know. It had a lot of funny, it had a lot of fine people. I remember certain sketches, <laughs> for sure. So that's it. There are certain things I remember from it, so I will say yeah. that is good about I'm it. I'm just saying, I don't care if you like it. I'm just saying it's <laughs> hard to not, find. <laughs> right. Okay, good. You, you good, stifled good me because you good were point. like, no, I don't care. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's part of my charm. What are you talking about? I've curated this wonderful attitude over years. All right. People enjoy this. People enjoy it, especially in public situations. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're one of my superiors. You really appreciate this. Uh, so anyway, we cut to the apartment uh, and Daphne's running across in, the, in a towel. Yeah. She comes out from her bedroom there. And uh, she's fresh out of the shower. I guess she was grabbing something from the living room. Yeah, Niles wanted to be grabbing something in a minute here. Because <laughs> the, uh, the boys walk in, and uh, Daphne asks him to turn around. Because she's like, hey, I've just got a towel on. i got to put some clothes on here, robe, whatever she's throwing on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, two of the dudes, Frazier and Martin, spin around 180. Niles keeps going after the 180 and makes the full 360 <laughs> to try to sneak a peek here of old Daphne. <laughs> so uh, I think Frazier catches him and puts like a hand over his eye or some crap. I, yeah, can't, I, I, I can't remember. I mean, he might put his head, hand on his yeah. head and like turn him back around. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Daphne brings up. I said this where like a lot of my notes will be like, they keep bringing up this weird baby thing. You know, so Daphne <laughs> brings up that the boys <laughs> help deliver a baby in, the ta- in a taxi. Oh, uh, <laughs> Martin kind of goes off just about how he's fascinated with the uh, the miracle of life in general. Blob person. <laughs> you like the word blob? Oh, I love the word blob. I think it's a great, what is it? Uh, onomatopoeia, kind of? It is kind of like it, that and glob. Glob. So like glob, yeah. you know, gloop. like, yeah, yeah, gloop is a good one. Anything that's, anything that's just a sound effect. Yeah, you know, and... I don't use the word blob enough, but I need to, or it's yeah. like, you know, hey, give me a blob of gravy on here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> you're like, oh, what? You know, like, mm-hmm. like a ball. I need like a ball of gravy that's like a big old blob. Just a blob. Just blop it. it. <laughs> Slop that blob right down on the plate. Yeah. <laughs> just use it more as a verb. Start using words that are very, like, yeah, just very like off-putting words. Just blob that on there. Yeah. Um, can you blob my face real plop, quick? Plop, slop that blob right on yeah. that plate. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I think you vote for blob. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think you're using it incorrectly. You got some real bloop. You got the case of the bloops. Bloop yeah, mouth. Yeah, exactly. You got bloop mouth, sir. Uh, something's gone terribly wrong. Uh, so uh. Martin does talk about how back in his day he was uh, he wasn't even able to see the baby because the boys are all like, oh, to be able to witness the miracle birth that my you know that would be something. Yeah, Martin's like, we just smoked cigars and stuff like that, and uh, he remembers reading an article about Mickey Mantle and how that was such a letdown. Because it was Niles who was born. (laughs) God dang, man. Jesus. Ice cold, Martin. And the fact that he held on to it for so many years. Yeah. Mm. Mickey Mantle's tough, too. Was that guy named after Mickey Mouse? Yeah. Okay, that's what I Everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Um, So Daphne starts thinking a lot about the dreams she'll have uh, with all the talk of childbirth. So I guess she always dreams about having a kid or like having a kid ripped out of her or something like that. She makes some comment about, I can't imagine what kind of dreams I'll have tonight after all this talk of childbirth. Oh, God. And it's like weird. Like she's having nightmares about it? Yeah, she role plays her and her mother and like kind of declines into madness, as oh. I recall. Or <laughs> it's like, because I guess that's probably a consistent argument that occurs if you're yeah. single and in your early 30s and unattached to a certain degree. I'm sure you get hit up all the time about when on earth are you going to have kids? Unlike us, who my kids just grow up too fast, and uh, now I know I never want more. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing to witness. Yeah, I like, mean, I can't go back. Once you, once you realize, once, once you go through it a couple of times, uh, you know, you're like, because man, once four is gone and she's on to five, my daughter, who I'm going to be like, bye four, never ever want to see. I mean, yeah, you were cute a lot of the time, but boy, howdy. <laughs> Four is tough. Yeah, like, I mean, a lot of kids can just be seen a lot like the Frasier relationship. Once a year, Freddie can come in for Christmas. Maybe Frasier will travel out there, and that would be fine. Yeah. I'm joking, of course. (laughs) Uh, I said I feel obligated (laughs) to make a caveat there to how deadpan that was. Uh, So, Niles appears reflective. He's clearly, uh, you know, impacted by this pregnancy here. He's, uh, He's moved, if you will. He says he's often thought of whether or not he'll have a child, which I guess Frazier immediately is like, all right, cool. You ever talk to your wife about that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> What's like, Maris's take on this? <laughs> well, you've got a wife. Why not? And Maris, from what we know, based on context clues or what we've been given, <laughs> doesn't seem like a particularly motherly type. No. And I don't know that she's actually physically, uh, you know, able to carry a child. Correct. Uh, she is often portrayed as very diminutive and uh, weak. <laughs> you know, <where> it's like, <laughs> I don't think she'd even be able to stand up. Like, Oh, her knees snapped. Yeah, exactly. She'd be bedridden from the time she was, you know, <laughs> two weeks pregnant. Showing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She uh, gained it, yes. Maris, oh, Maris is, Maris is in bed. She's she's gained an extra three pounds. Yeah, that's a good bit. <laughs> um, and then Fraser mentions to Niles, like, hey, well, you know, there's this exercise people do to see if they're ready to have a kid where you could carry around a 10-pound bag of flour. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, 
this is like it feels like the oldest sitcom trope, like almost like a Brady Bunch episode with an <laughs> egg or something. Where <laughs> yeah. I was like, "All right, you know," and you just know it's yeah, it's such but a good like, setup. It's such a good physical, like just carry around an object and make yeah, it funny. It's like an oldie but a goodie. It's the kind of thing yeah. that you can just kind of roll out and you be like, "All right, well, let's just make our characters do this." Like, yeah. Oh, good trick. It it is a good trick. And so now we get to, we haven't seen the flower yet, but that's what they're setting up. Then we go to Nervosa. Niall shows up with his baby. (laughs) (laughs) He starts commenting on other people's babies as if he's an actual father. Right. So just immediately launches into like judgment because he knows everything (laughs) now. I've never. Because he did a little research. (laughs) I've never done that. Like. Like, your kid's looking great over there, buddy. You know, like, <laughs> oh, fun age, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I have never been that guy. I will not strike up a combo with you about your rando kid. Like, oh, Lord. Like, if you talk to me, I'll happily engage. Sure. But I'm not starting it up. And being, yeah, and being the guy that jumps out. I'm not either. I feel like you're trying to lead me because you think that I'm that guy, but I am not. What are you not, talking about? I'm not that guy. Jordan, I, I've seen you. Uh, not, not in, I mean. Jordan, you stopped my neighbor on the way up from the, <laughs> your car to walking up to my doorway. You stopped not one, not two, not three, four of my neighbors they, to ask yeah. them how their children are doing and comment on their yard. It was amazing. Hey man, this is America and this is this is uh this is Texas and this is what we're taught in the media that is droned into our faces and everybody <laughs> okay. must do it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. We must start up small talk about yards and our children. I thought it was a requirement of my citizenship. I think you're right. At a certain point when you do hit a suburban level, it is required. Yeah, but no, I you know do you're fall into guy. it. When I put up my Christmas lights this year, uh, I fell into it hard with because, like, I'm pretty efficient when it comes to doing things. Humble brag, but humble brag, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, damn. But uh, this year, boy, I really strapped it on. I strapped on. Good God, I strapped gross. on. A, <laughs> what are we talking about? A now? tool belt. Okay. A nice, a nice tool I belt. I hear about you and your. And I have lady. my. I have my. Uh, I, I have my tacks and i have my zip ties and i have my glue gun this is hot and my hammer this is so hot and i had i had all my stuff i had a replacement bulbs it was so convenient i only had to to actually like go and get supplies like you know from my garage like once but this is the worst story i've ever heard is there sex involved here anywhere i thought you said you strapped it on and you had zip ties and hot glue what the hell is happening (laughs) this is me talking about the efficiency of me putting up my christmas lights this year all right the bag of flour (laughs) has already showed up it's damaged and a little bit bandaged here at nervosa and apparently the bag has scuffs from uh who had just shined niles car before niles put the baby on the roof of the car it's, it's not like such a dumb bit i don't have it it's more like frazier i don't have it in the back of my throat there you go yeah people are loving this you flap your glottal stop up oh my my glottal sir now that's sexy now we're having talking talk more about flopping my glottal stop yeah baby oh this is not where i wanted that to go (laughs) you're the one who started talking about flopping glottal stops okay 
<laughs> so then Roz enters. Got the bloop mouth again. Niles walks away for a moment. Uh, and Roz mentions Clarence. So Frazier and, and Roz are alone. He says, hey, hey, uh, Clarence is in the hospital trying to get a kidney. I guess Frazier just kind of ignored her, ignored her in this <laughs> moment here. Didn't hear. I mean, that happens to me quite often where you're literally just thinking about something else and your thoughts are so loud that somebody talks to you and you just are like, you don't hear them at all. That's happened to me before. Who does it happen with the most? My wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to lead you into this. Good Lord. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> It's because my kids are very loud, and so I'm already tuning out like screams and like fights and like you know. You have two boys. You you cannot relate to me on this. Look, Jordan, I'm present at all moments. <laughs> <in time>. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Fuck right off. I'm Zen. I've oh, never been stressed God. about anything in my entire life except that story where you didn't give me some fucking payoff <laughs> other than Gloppel stop flopping. <laughs> Good God. Well, I thought I was about to get hot after you strapped on. I'm sorry, Steve. Oh, goodness. We're friends now. It's unfortunate for you. <laughs> it is unfortunate. <laughs> so Fraser, I guess, recently signed a get well card for him, and but now thought it was his birthday for some reason. So I guess he thought he had already recovered or something like that because he was like, oh, yeah, I recently signed a card for him or sure, whatever. Sure. But there's a pink bunny on the front, so Fraser thinks it's a birthday card. And he wrote, dear Clarence, you're not getting older. You're just getting a little closer to death. And uh, <laughs> I guess at some point, somebody lets him know that Roz takes off and it's not a birthday card at all. So no. Frazier knows he has to steal it at a certain point here. <laughs> uh, anyway, Again, we, another classic sitcom move. So they're just like packing them in. Yeah, pretty much. Just quick misunderstanding. Hey, this guy misses miscommunication, misunderstanding. Yeah. He signs a get well card and he phrases it incorrectly to where now it's a faux pas. Sure. Now he's got to go steal and it. This back. was an exact thing on Seinfeld. That's what I feel like. This seems like a very Seinfeldian yeah. plot line. Like I wouldn't be surprised if there's a friends episode. You know what I mean? Yes. No, I'm not, I'm not dogging on it. I'm just, I'm noting that this is like one of the, you know, arrows in the quiver for, yes. for writers and writers rooms. That's really that's really well put. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yes, uh, that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> I just wait to use that one. Are you ready for some Frasier? <laughs> Welcome to episode twenty. I wonder if there's a single person out there that just realized that you're the one that sings that song. Oh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Our budget is not that. Yeah, no, big, we guys. hired we, pros. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's Nickelback. We didn't make the song ourselves. Don't no, we, worry about that. We paid a pretty penny. That's Nelly and Nickelback <laughs> on that. Okay, this is a big hit. That's I produced think. by. Wasn't that produced by George Martin? Jeez. It was. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. George Martin's dead, but it was his son. I know. It was a long. long yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. We got ahead of this long project we've been working yes, on. True. That's right. It was completed uh, by his son. Yeah, <laughs> post mortem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so Fraser and Daphne are attempting to remake the get well soon card and, uh, re-sign people's name. Uh, so again, he's got like the exact same pink bunny card. He's writing different stuff and it's like, Hey, hope you get better Andrea or something like that. Right. And Daphne's like, what's Geb better or something like that. Or get <coughs> Geb well soon or something. Right. I forget what the setup punch is. Uh, but then the best part, Niles in a fucking baby Bjorn. <laughs> And you guys, like, they're just waiting for, like, we're just going to escalate this little bit by, you know, bit by bit. It's kind of like a a little bit every time. 
It, it honestly reminds me of the Frasier reverse, or not Frasier, the Seinfeld reverse lollipop gag where Kramer's got the big lollipop at the beginning of the, oh, yeah. the like reverse episode or whatever, right. or the tiny one. The tiny one, and then it goes back yeah, to the big giant yeah, one correct. at the beginning. So, yeah. You just know this thing's going to get worse and worse at this point. So he's got the baby Bjorn, pulls it out, smacks its head while he's setting it on the table. <laughs> And then uh, he said he fell asleep, uh, said he had a dream where a kidnapper was sending him muffins in the mail after kidnapping the flower. It was an incredible joke. He whips out the baby and it's burned. And he says he got it wet and he set it down near the fireplace to dry off. Which was not a bad idea, honestly. I mean, if you get it, if you get paper wet, the uh, you know, a natural flame. Probably the, one of the better solutions if you put it the right distance. Fraser's appalled. This <laughs> flower is dinged. It's damaged. It's bandaged. It's burnt. It's scuffed. It just got its head banged on a like tiny, you know, a table that looks like it's made of marble or some crap. Tape on it and stuff because he's got rips. <laughs> Good gosh! You know, the Niles is like, well, uh, yeah. I mean, he got a little burnt, but a normal child would have screamed yeah, long before that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's trying to look at the bright side. He's like, well, he doesn't have vocal cords. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, How are you supposed to tell me? My, my kid would have yelled. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's uh, clearly still getting up for 2 a.m. feedings, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, oh, my favorite gag. I love how dry Martin is in some of these episodes. When Martin doesn't get too animated. Yeah. Early on when Niles is just like, hey, can you watch my baby while he's sleeping? Martin just, no. You know? <laughs> like, no. Yeah, exactly. he's not going to yell at him yet. It's just, no. You know, I don't even want you to bother me with your dumbass question. I'm not getting... He's gotten roped in one too many times. Or just knows what it will be like. Martin... I mean, I'm trying to think through the whole series now, which is never a good idea. He doesn't do a lot of role-playing, necessarily. He doesn't like to make believe or play along. But maybe he does at Halloween. You know, I mean, like, I remember the costume contest. Like, maybe he does. Or he'll, uh, yeah, he he'll get into a contest for Sherry or something or whatever. Right. But. You know, it doesn't seem like he's willing to engage in the like, hey, I got this uh, flower thing right. and I'm treating it like a not kid. Like do you role play? What do you think Niles does when he gets up at 2 a.m. to feed the to feed the flower baby? I think you just pick it up, you know, just you, you, you go you through the whole, all the probably 20 minutes and My then you realize the God. pain in the ass of having to wake up for 20 minutes in the middle of the night because your kid was crying and yeah. needs to be fed and get back to sleep. God dang it, AI. Yeah. Where's my AI robot baby feeder? <laughs> Doesn't need love. It needs AI. <laughs> just Can we just automate that part yeah, of parenting? Sure. You don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You need dad GPT. Oh, trademark that. <laughs> look that up. So go, look, on go, look on GoDaddy. See if that's available on GoDaddy. All we right. should start buying up just website domains, just in case. Just in case there's another bubble in a pop. All right, you keep talking while I look up Dad GPT. Okay. Um, wonder what some other like websites that might be out there. We could look at, uh, you know, um, like Panda Closet, or like what's in there? I don't know. That Nobody sounds knows. like a kink site that's why you gotta buy it up dude because the sooner or later that could you just take a shot it like because that's a big thing sco as like i was talking about her sco uh sco.com 
So that sounds cool. Skillbaited.com. That sounds real cool. So you just got we got to snoop them, you know, snoop, scoop them up. Buy like a lifetime subscription to all of them. Well, maybe not play that much. Maybe not that much, but. There is really no variant of it that looks available. I don't know who owns it currently. Was, it, was the original one? I said I might be able to auction it. Um, I said the dad GPT is available, but straight up dad GPT definitely taken. I'd have to try to you know go buy it off somebody. So it's like the gentleman tennis professionals club. Like shit. Dallas area, you know, yeah, like, it's dads or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dad's golfing professional <laughs> tournament. You're like, oh no! Come on, Dad GPT. I, I want this for my business. You didn't know about that? That's a huge deal. <laughs> exactly. Do you want Dad GPT dot info? It's all yours. <laughs> like, not really. <laughs> I don't want that at all. Yeah. Uh, um, so, not if I'm trying to sell something. That's for damn sure. So yeah, Niall sets down for or sets the flower down for a nap, walks in the other room. Uh Martin's unwilling to watch it. So Eddie jumps up, starts tearing that flower to shreds all over the couch, yeah. too. That's a that's a real not I mean, you wouldn't expect that from Eddie, just ripping into something. He is a gentleman. He is. He's a good boy. So it's just <laughs> he's such a good boy. So it's just hard for me to imagine Eddie making that choice on his own. So it breaks the fourth wall for me a little bit. <laughs> What's the talking about the fourth wall that gets with a dog? In? There is with a dog and the actors upon. I mean, that. it goes against his type. I mean, he acted uh, out of character yeah. for certain. He didn't speak. To he was being a bad boy right there. You're, okay, you're right. So you're you're saying maybe he acted outside of his uh, boundaries? Yeah, his demeanor. His he's acted outside of his regular. So maybe uh, this is an unscripted flower rip. Either way, I'm going to go with it and say, yes, what brilliant improvisation by the rest of the cast here. <laughs> and Eddie. And, and Eddie, as uh, Niles is in shock. Martin chews out Niles for getting so involved in a bag of flowers. So now he's emotional. You know, Martin's all hammed up now. Uh, <laughs> Martin tells him he needs to trust his gut. I love when Martin uses gut yeah. in like those words. It comes from your gut. From your gut. Yeah. Dummy. We don't use that enough. Either. Put that on the list. That's another one you need to gut start. Yeah. GPT. Gut. <laughs> gut GPT. You no, know I mean, you want to take a look at my gut, Bob? <laughs> your words that you're going to fold into your vernacular more. Uh, oh, okay. Put that one in there. Um, gut. Poonhound. <laughs> okay. Did you see? That's what you were telling me off air. You said you really wanted me to do that. What? Put down Poonhound on a list? That was a different list. That's, that's That was our off air list. Oh, okay. <laughs> That was that list of magazines you sent me. <laughs> yeah, and there's a podcast too called Oh gosh, <laughs> I haven't listened to them. Yeah, I hope they're that's okay. That's my other podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, got you. Okay, it's my podcast. Please, then, by all means, support that. I don't have a. I don't have another one. I need to start one about golf and landscaping. Yeah. Mine's uh, not what you guys think it's about. So you'll be you'll be <laughs> very disappointed. I think when you find out. Mine's called the Golf Blob. The golf blob, GPT. Yeah, GPT. Yeah, just throw GPT. <laughs> Everything gets an F in GPT yeah. on the end of it. I now. mean, I'm sure that there's some Doesn't campaign. Matter. Beta or GPT, and you're good to go. That's what tech is, baby. That's <laughs> Soda GPT. <It's, laughs> Fucking, I need that. Coca-Cola GPT. Mo the, the most asked question after anything like that that has that name is just like, well, how much is a subscription? 
So that's oh, the next thing. You know, unlimited, unlimited twenty nine ninety nine. You could do whatever you want with it. <laughs> Is that yearly or monthly? That's daily. Oh, that, that's, that's daily. It, it's. I mean, it's it's the price of twenty eight cups of coffee a day. It's not a it's big fun. deal. It's, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Who doesn't drink 20 cups that's, of coffee a day? Come that's on. the ad campaign. Like it's it's 30 bucks a day. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on is on there too. Come on. <laughs> Don't be cheap. See, Come on. I swear to God, our ads would work. People would just be like, these are ridiculous. I'm buying those products. Like, I, I'm buying that product immediately. <laughs> Give me that product now. Yeah. It's all asinine. Um, so <laughs> Martin tells them you can never be prepared what kids will throw at you. So Niles is, you know. I'm going to try to overanalyze it as always. Um, but he does, and he starts to position his perspective as selfish for not wanting to have a child because he's so well-to-do. He has money, and he's a young man with energy. Definitely the wrong reason to have a kid. Yeah, I say, wouldn't I be the best father there ever were? <laughs> Much going- better than you, you cop man. <laughs> I know, that's kind of what the vibe I got. I was like, so what? Niles. Yeah, there is that snootiness just lives deep within him. You can't get it out. He's just snooty, s- sort of snotty sometimes. But Oh, yeah, he definitely carries a handkerchief. Mm. Um, <laughs> so then we go, Clarence is in the hospital. So Frazier tries to sneak that card back in. <laughs> he goes into the wrong room and leaves the card in the wrong place. And I guess he like trips off another card that makes noise or an alarm of some sort. It, it, made, some, like, it made a song or something. Yeah, it like, made some kind of song. Yeah, I like cards like that. Yeah. I do too. Thank you to the Frasier team for sending us one that, one that was in that box. That plays. <laughs> yeah, at least I got it on video. It's not something I like completely made up. It played. Dude, Frasier's everywhere. I, told, I was telling you I, I played that video game and there was a scene which game it's high on life and it was the dlc high on knife <laughs> and it looks so ridiculous but i promise you you get into it it is hilarious like the one of the if not the best written video game as far as dialogue and random generated dialogue and talking to npcs which are like non playable characters and they have their own i mean i guess they use ai to generate talk it's hilarious and it's just so random but there's a part where you go and you have to go up inside this alien's asshole and you have oh my to, god yeah, it's rough and you have to but you have to you're getting all these you're, you're helping them out right so you got to help them out and you go down this, this tunnel family show you go down this tunnel and you open this door and you walk in and it busts into this like parody like cheers theme song yes. it's like we're fucking all in here we're drinking <laughs> yeah. it's like but we're fucking all aliens yes. and it's a whole that whole song it's hilarious and it's got all the scenes of them like all chummy and like <laughs> and it's all parody thing and then it and then you go into the bar and it's all aliens and at the end of the bar is fraser crane and he's Holy sitting shit. there and he's drunk and he's and you get to talk to him it's it was the <laughs> bit like it was the most I've never had an Easter egg that I felt more joy for in seeing this specific one an Easter egg in a, in a game in case anybody doesn't know is like something that you find that's a surprise and that's definitely one fucking incredible. That makes me want to play video games again almost. Almost. <laughs> I mean the uh, I think the last time I had fun playing video oh, games was on. Simpson Hit and Run. Oh Steve that like, was like 2005. And they don't remake it. I keep looking no. like people demand somebody remake it because it's so good. They'll do whatever. another Simpsons game. I'm, sure, I'm surprised they haven't but Disney owns Simpsons now and I'm sure that they're going to develop a game. Disney Those does. Sons of bitches. <laughs> <at> <laughs> sons <Disney>. of motherfuckers. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> they're flopping left and right over at Disney. They're so full of fuck crap. It. What's his name? Watering down. Bob Iger. You're watering you, down Iger. Star Wars, man. And I don't even like Star Wars, man. But I know you're watering down that shit. Oh, and God. I know you got too many Marvel movies that I don't care about, man. I don't even know what they own anymore as far as intellectual property. But Simpsons is definitely one of them. So there's a game. It, I guarantee there'll be It is surprising they actually own this podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it's really incredible. Okay, I got I got to take all that stuff I said about Iger, I guess. Oh, no, and, double down. Okay. I'll oh, double no, down. he loves it. I'll double he, down. He, yeah, yeah, he actually loves that stuff. Big slap, slap a plop on a plane, uh, yeah, exactly, Iger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Iger the Tiger, he loves it. He's a big, he, <laughs> he loves his, it. You know him by oh, yeah, nickname. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tiger. We fly, we fly fish together. Yeah, really yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and the guy, oh, yeah, Silver Lakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we're tying up our own uh, lures there, uh, making <laughs> sure we can get uh, the nice uh, crisper rods. Oh, gosh, I would never tie up a crisper rod. Well, you got to learn sometime. Oh, unless it's like a crispy fish. I made a delightful crispy fish the night. I got myself a new fish spatula, and I am quite happy with an actual fish spatula. Okay, question. The band or the actual like food item? There's a, na- a band called Fish Spatula? <laughs> no, but there's a band named Fish, and they probably have merchandise. One of them might be including might be an a actual spatula. F- oh, my God. I wish it was a fish spatula. It does have a wooden handle, so I could make my own fish spatula. Um, Speaking of which, you are. I didn't mean to cut you off. You know the fish is playing the sphere, yes? In Vegas? Yeah, that oh giant-ass sphere. God, I bet that's going to be incredible. It probably will be. Anyway, back to your fish spatula. Oh. Uh, yeah, I love it. And it's got a little curve on it. You ever had a fish spatula? I mean, your wife's no, a chef. No, I've never She's had a... She's a chef, and she I doesn't mean, have that. I probably that. have a spatula that is a fish spatula, but I don't know that it is a fish spatula, no, okay? No, no, fish spatula no, is no, a no, very no, no. specially designed oh, spatula. Okay, no, no, no. I've done, I know more about fish than you. I don't want to hear about <laughs> I know. this. You worked at a fish place. I know, but you guys didn't cook the fish, so Some therefore not necessarily... One guy cooked a bunch of lobster every day. It was incredible. Really? Yeah. Every day he made himself a lobster. In what? Where would he cook it? Uh, he would steam it in like this big pot. So over in the like side area, you know, like right outside the warehouse, uh-huh. he would have a big tall pot and he would steam up a couple lobsters for him and the boss. Man. Yeah, I know. It's badass. Hey, like, Jerry, that is a pretty, pretty legit <laughs> The boss deal. is like, Jerry, if you make me a lobster every day, you can have one too. Yeah. I mean, you're making your money off the, I mean, you're like, all right, I'll lose a little bit of lobster every retail. day. Every day. Probably shouldn't eat lobster every day. Probably shouldn't, but it's there and it's free and it's cheap and yeah. you, and it's just, once you have it fresh, I bet you're like I can only eat fresh lobster and I have to have it every day. I'm actually very addicted to lobster and I don't even eat it with the butter. I also eat the shell. Yeah, it turns out I love the shell even more. The shell is my favorite part. <laughs> and I get it, Jeremy outside to really soak and soak that shell in a lot of vinegar. God, I wish I could remember the guy's name. <laughs> it's not Jeremy. It's something you're dancing around it. Well, I can't remember the cat's name at all. The guy uh, that actually f- that, hey, slopped Brian, some lobster in a Brian, pot. That's it, because he used to scream his name. Yeah, he used Brian. to. He used to flop that globble splot all day. Um, Brian, yeah, where's my lobster, Brian? Yeah, no, that's exactly why I remember because there was so much screaming or whatever, and it was an old New York guy or old. He was probably in his mid forties at the Do time. Do you know how long I've been cutting fish, yeah, ex- Brian? Ex- exactly, Brian. <laughs> Brian, where's the fucking lobster, Brian? Get those fresh rolls you got yesterday, Brian. <laughs> so yes, there was plenty of that. Wow. 
Well, okay, maybe you do know more about fish spatulas than no, I do. No, I don't know anything about <laughs> fish spatulas. You bested me once again in your spatula knowledge. Again, f- so what's the advantage of it? It's got okay, so it's it's got wide slots. It's made out of metal. That's <laughs> how I like my women. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that, dude. And it has so it has these big wide slots, and so it allows. I don't know what the actual design. Uh, you know, benefit of that is, but it definitely helps. I'm not sure. It definitely helps. You're the it's worst salesman cur- ever for a fish spatula. It's curved, right, so that you can easily get under a piece of delicate fish. Maybe the wide spatula is to give it less surface area, so that so as to not induce sticking and tearing. I don't know. Is this another sex segment? Yeah, this is. I, we, I told you that. You're talking about how it's curved, and you're trying to prevent tearing, tearing and sticking and fish. Yeah, and then you can flip it. On it's on the other side, so it's yeah. on one side, and you can Hot. flip it over the other <laughs> side. I love a good flipper and a spinner. Come on, man, <laughs> sign me up. There's probably nothing that you can't sexually in you in. I don't know what you're eight. talking about. This is a clean <laughs> podcast for children. You're the one who keeps taking us there. I don't know why your mind is in the gutter bringing up fish spatulas when I'm trying to talk about Brian. I'm spit, That's all I'm, I'm, just, doing. I'm spitballing. I gotta bring. I gotta bring a random. I got a hard white elephant this year. Hard what? <laughs> white, I don't want to hear about your hard white elephant. White elephant. Oh, okay. <laughs> the white elephant gift exchange. Oh, gift exchange. That's a whole different thing. You can't stop after you're talking about your hard white elephant <laughs> tusk. <laughs> Come on, man. I didn't, say, I didn't say tusk for the record. Uh-huh. For the record, I did not use the word tusk. <laughs> or cut. Check the tape. Or, or cut. blob. Or right. blob. Check the tape. Check the tape. But I was thinking about maybe getting another one of them spatulas because I like it so much because it's supposed to be bring bring one thing. No, I promise you, it's not a funny one. It's a this boring This is going to be one. a 20-minute spatula riff. Keep going. <laughs> it's not that funny. I'm just talking. I thought that's what I came here to do was just to talk. <laughs> I didn't know I was on the spot. Be more funny. No. Be, more, be funny like Brian. <laughs> be funny. Be more like Brian. You remember that, Brian? You remember that lobster yeah. joke? We need <laughs> lobster joke or higher level stuff or get the fuck out of my podcast session. You fucking dirty bastard. I work for the goddamn, for the fish refinery people for forever. Say awesome, Mike. He's not happy right now, man. <laughs> I was a cab driver before yeah, that. He might have been. His business is now closed. I've looked it up. I know nothing about New York City. I mean, it's all just so slapsticky when I try and do New York. Like, what are you talking about? Have you watched Home Alone two yet this year? Y- no, not this year. Well, you need to watch it. I might watch it again later today. That's it. I'm just low on Home Alone two inspiration. Oh yeah, I need to get Home Alone two inspiration. Uh, so I might as well watch Magic Mike. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Right. Magic Mike's good. That's I think the, the second one's that's coming That's the stepping out stone, isn't it? I believe so. Um, and that's a real hot, sticky film. Uh, so Niles holds the baby, uh, tries to speak gently to the child because he goes down to the nursery area, uh, but he starts screaming uh, because Niles has his neck bent back. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. They ran into the woman who gave birth earlier. That's where he gets the screaming. Yeah, baby. she was at the hospital. She was at the hospital, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then episode fades with Niles looking at babies in the nursery. And uh, mm. then credits roll. Martin and Daphne are in the kitchen for a quick flower fight. Then <laughs> we go to our massively popular sideshow episode, Step by Step. Day by day. Fresh as all I love to say. Right. Yeah, that's, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I think that's what it was. 
Uh, so this one's called Spoiled Sport, and what happens here is Frank gives Carol the silent treatment when she beats him out for a coveted sports announcer position at the local radio station. <laughs> it's not a radio station, though. I mean... Did they say radio station on the thing? On the description? It said the description on all the, the main sites that I copy in. I was like, it said radio station, so that's why that's copied into the really? notes there. But when I watched it, I was like, this is clearly a TV setup because yeah. they're kicking him to TV here multiple times. Yeah, and the guy's running the camera. Yeah. So I was like, all right, my bad there. TV station. <laughs> so we start... Uh, we, we're starting the Lambert kitchen. That's where a lot of these episodes take place is either the kitchen, the backyard or the main, uh, like living area, oh, living room. Yeah. It's never, yeah. They never show like bedrooms or like any other. Yeah, rarely. No, it's a lot like full house. They full rare, house. They did show bedrooms. They so. did occasionally. They but even showed Danny's bedroom in full house. one. Yeah. He was always, they busted his down. closet or something. Yeah. He was getting down with that co-host or not his co-host, but that other chick, the like frizzy haired chick. Oh, didn't she try to marry him for a couple seasons? Didn't they marry they might have married. They might have married. Okay, that makes more sense. Oh, this isn't full house. We're talking about you step. Damn right. by I'm sorry. Step. <laughs> I don't know the words after that. I actually know like the whole goddamn song. God dang it. So <laughs> Cody and the blonde kid named Mark are in the kitchen. And I think I wrote down the whole sequence of where the hell these kids break down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you got confused. And you're I like, like, wait, who's who? Which kid is who? So yeah, Mark is one of the blonde kids from old Suzanne Summers there. And you can see some bad notes. Ross's this apartment. It's clearly like an old friend's note there. Oh, no, that's change yeah, that, yeah, change that header there. That. Uh, yeah, there. So we're uh, there, and Mark is making ice cream sundaes. And he is going ham on some ice cream. Yeah. Because that, that's a big, like, that's kind of the initial plot of this episode. It's more the B storyline, but that's how they get into everything is that Junk food is terrible, and Carol's cracking down on you're junk not allowed, food. What'd she say? You're not allowed to have it unless you buy it yourself. That's the damn rule now, so which is... Everybody's real protective of their shit. Which is an ice-cold rule to put on children. It's pretty ice-cold. You gotta buy... I mean, <laughs> there has to be some kind of, like, treat, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's part of childhood. Like, yeah, you're like, man, you are a... I mean, but to be fair... You don't get to looking like Suzanne Summers unless you really work for it, I guess. Boy, and she... I take that back. You're probably... <laughs> I mean, yes, you probably have to diet, but I'm sure Suzanne Summers has well, a lot of genetics playing <laughs> into it. Dude. I was like, I'm not going to... I think about if that you all work the time. Hard, I got high hips, and I and I was not blessed with... I got high hips and mm -hmm. a short torso, yeah. and got that from my grandma. Yeah. And so some people, they got good genes. Yeah. You see them, and, and they got good genes. I'm often compared to Brad Pitt. I don't know what that means, yeah. though. So you got those good genes, John. That's at least something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. No, I, I'm I'm told I'm more like uh, like Brad Pitt mixed with Rowan Atkinson, mixed with um, a gargoyle, and uh, also maybe Tony Danza. Oh, I thought Tony Soprano. Um on my worst day, maybe. I think that sometimes. I think I'm fading there. I think so. I think I think I see I see, I see that sometimes. Yeah. Um, you worry about going bald? So you got not at all. <laughs> I'm worried about. I am worried about. I'm worried about growing too much. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> I the opposite. I the other way. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried my hair is going to be so effing long. I'm, I'm still old. for some reason still going through puberty. It's a weird thing. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, and it's just it's I'm, I'll end up looking, you know, like with with hair all over my face, completely covering my face. That rare genetic disorder that you get, yes. I'm getting that slowly. The teen Wolf, the Teen disorder. Wolf disorder. 
<laughs> Teen Wolf Syndrome, I yeah, believe. I think what that's it's what named. it's called. DWS, yes. That you put that at the end of your name. Can you put DDS at the end of your name? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so just do it. See who gets mad at you. <laughs> just, be like, I didn't know you were a dentist. Like, oh, that doesn't stand for dentist. That's a different DDS. Just mid- mislead whole, people. Whole different DDS. I'm so sorry. You should not be confused there. My my mistake. That's a different DDS. <laughs> See, uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, Slayer. Okay. <laughs> uh, semi-finalist actually is what I it is. Almost made it. Yeah. Almost made it to the finals last I got, year. I got taken out by this guy called the Goose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. You come up against the Goose, you're going down, you're baby. You're going down. Oh, he casts spells like nobody else, man. Calling him Goose Beta now. That kid didn't leave his house for the first 28 years of his life. <laughs> Goose is legit. Been playing D&D since he was four. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, Brandon and Al... Uh, Reminder that Al is a girl. This is not like Al Borland. No. Enter, and they are not happy that Mark is getting into their whipped cream. So that's <laughs> one of the unintended consequences of making each child buy their own food. Is it now they're going to be very protective and possessive and fight about the littlest crap like a dollop of whipped cream of and now that, you've got yeah. like fist fight level crap you've got rationing going on and, and and yeah the kids are like out hunting for their own for their own dinners yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna kill for some whipped cream that's my goddamn gushes pack <laughs> gushers I don't know the gushers were around yet, but they were on the brink. They, they were, were on coming. the brink. I feel like that's more like '96. I gushers so. broke into the scene. It was ex- it was part of the extreme movement of the '90s. I for don't sure. know what, but those, this is '94. Whatever that chemical combination is, god damn, I love me a gushers. Yes, that's what we'll evolve to. Is that someday food will just be gusher yeah, form? All food, all everything that comes out of our body will taste like gushers, <laughs> and women will be rejoicing. Yeah. And men will be the ones that bear the children. That's true. <laughs> That's what we've do, what we've do, uh, learned here today. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we're then we go over to the living room. Uh, Frank Lambert, played by Patrick Duffy, here walks into old Carol. My Lambert. king. Yeah, your king. That's right. <laughs> P. Duff, your king. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, P. Duff uh, walks in, and Carol Lambert, uh, played by Suzanne Summers, recent R.I.P. Yes. earlier this year, and Dana, one of the older daughters. I guess Dana has glue stuck in her hair because one of the boys in the house put it in her conditioner. Badass prank. Damn, glue in the in, in the, the conditioner, conditioner. And she's like super, you know, she's kind of like the Marsha Brady of this thing. Right. You know, like super into her own looks or whatever. Or is that the other one? They're the both kind of... The, the brown haired girl is... She's the shopper, ditzy, but ditzy. she's very ditzy. Yeah. yeah, she's like, you know, airheady ditzy. Yes. Over the top. Um... Honestly, she seems like she might put out more. The, and I'm not the, the brown, the brunette, brunette, like because they don't really develop her character much. So oh, it's always yeah. like, is she just out doing stuff yeah. all the time? Oh, she's like, out banging in cars. Yeah, exactly. These poor, this poor family. The poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> oh, Patrick Duffy. <laughs> uh, so God. Uh, Frank tells them uh, that a local TV show. Is auditioning sportscasters, and uh, he wants to try out for it. Right so, up his alley. What the fuck is this? It's like a thing in the <laughs> newspaper. Open where- <laughs> audition. Come one, come all. Down yeah. to the it's a cattle public call. access show. Yeah, for the local TV station. So Frank oh. clearly didn't vet this opportunity at all. 
Because otherwise he would have maybe, I don't know, tuned into the station or something. He's just like, yeah, WKRV or whatever. Is never a, heard of him, but let's go. Yeah, never <laughs> heard of it, but I think I'd be great at this or whatever. Ooh, um, on a whim. But maybe not. Maybe uh, maybe it's the like most popular station in town. That's not what it appears when we get there. <laughs> but based on the like rating size that yeah. this guy's about to convey and how freaked out everybody gets here, we'll sure. see. Um, so... He says every station in town is trying to find the next Farmer Fred because Farmer Fred is a guy who has a predicting pig with him nice. and he replaced the weatherman on a local station. Great bit. That's where they're a- like, we don't even give a crap if you get killed by a tornado. Farmer Fred and his pig said it's all cleared. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another one of those ones where it's like a scene that you don't see, but you can just complete in your head, you yes. know, they're just so good because it goes any way you want it to. Uh, yeah, it, a, a very fun bit to imagine what Farmer Fred looks like in his dumb predicting pig. pig. <laughs> Stupid segment every day. That's fucking great. Uh, I'd watch him. So they go down to the station. Uh, they see the producer. Producer's a badass, by the way. This guy's running everything. He's running his own sound. He's running his own VO. He's running cameras. All he needs talent a body to All sit I and need read is talent to just sit in front of this damn camera and read these effing sports scores <laughs> so that i can produce a show get us in from breaks out of breaks run the damn camera run all the music off a of stereo with a microphone do all the audio myself yeah do everything mm. so this guy makes me want to work a million times harder when i watched him i was like damn that guy really is earning it out there like we just sit here <laughs> He had some ice cold burns too, so he was he on did. his game. But the worst thing he does, I'm complimenting his production there, but he's clearly probably either an asshole to work for or the station has zero dollars to pay because Frank shows up for the audition. Only one. Nobody else is there. <laughs> At the time, they're going live. So he tells them that the audition time is is the time of the broadcast that goes live. Yeah, no pressure. And he puts Frank on the air. So Frank starts freaking out, old Duffy, um, and he knocks over a water and looks all sweaty. So he's like covered in water, basically. So all his notes are soaked up. Yeah, because that, there's, like, there's no internet back then. It's just, hey, we hand you a piece of paper with some sports scores on right, it. And you and read it. And you read it, and that's it. You either know how to make your words not sound like an idiot, or you can just read scores like a fucking moron. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he tries winging it and rattles off a few scores that are incomprehensible, and then they cut back to the house. Fl- kids are flipping channels. They see P. Duff hanging out, doing the news. On the sports, doing the sports. So what was this guy going to do? The producer himself. I don't know. Cause like, it was like you are on in 10 seconds and obviously, yeah, they're not an up and coming channel. It's probably channel like, you know, 62, like some didn't he tell him there was channel. like 10,000 people <clears throat> watching or something. He was like, that's a lie. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, ah, that's a lie. Like, I bet you that's a local city public access style channel yes. or something, you know, like, and they, but they did need somebody to fill that role because it's a news program or whatever. I mean, maybe not public access, but, but a step public above funded it. maybe yeah. or something. No, like, but like, yeah, we've got some little baby stations here that 
there could be a guy on the air for 50 years and I would never know about it. Sure. Because I will never visit that station. And I guess back in the 90s, of course, I mean, we remember we were there. We would just flip through crap. Yeah. So there's maybe a higher likelihood that they got a few market share points. But man, what a rough gig to just walk into live. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the producer must have had no plan. Uh, he yeah he would have had to have gone and done it himself yes if he I mean he had no other option correct right? um, just hold the thing in front and let the people read the <laughs> piece of paper uh, so Frank moves over to NHL tries to talk some trades the producer crawls under the camera and hide, uh, hands Frank a note to just go to break <laughs> Frank just runs off the set basically so Suzanne Summers again who is just the Throwing a hundred miles an hour, she is a total smoke show. She's a complete smoke show, total I, fox. I don't know her age at this. She's got to be mid forties, but good god! Like, if you're a producer, you're like, who could put her on the air for everything? She could <laughs> sell anything to anyone. That is the style of the news. Yes. Like, my, yeah. My niece was talking about she's going into broadcasting, and she was talking about some of the stuff she's learning in college, and she was uh-huh. like, "No, they teach that." Like, oh, I know. You 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 have an advantage based off of how you look and it's like damn that's literally how it has devolved now (laughs) yes well i mean it's about being on camera so again you can write you can produce there's tons of jobs in the entertainment industry but if you're trying to be a broadcast brand and you're wanting to work for a major network sure you will find it to be harder if you don't fit a stereotypical yep. especially ideal. sports journalism yeah that's the, it's a very tricky industry to get into so i applaud her for going into it work her ass off yeah i hope so um but it is uh it it's a real weird industry for sure i uh, imagine as I, I don't even know is <laughs> it getting into sports in general like unless you're just covering it and you're so damn good, it does feel like just so many people were like, I would almost go to a niche sport and be like, I'm going to be the best badminton guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like seriously, the best badminton guy. And now we're talking about like the local access stuff. Yeah. But it's almost like I wouldn't even try to compete at the biggest level. Almost, I feel like because like that job's going to actually go to a former NFL player. You're like, oh come on. You can compete with that? Yeah, I mean, like, an individual analyst nowadays, it's tough. Oh, I'm sure. If you didn't play in the league or you don't know somebody somewhere. Your best bet is to monetize a YouTube channel. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah, until that gets deplatformed. But, you know, you're right. In the short term, yes. Uh, um, Anyway, let's get over to Frank here, who's trying to do it seemingly for free. I don't think he's getting paid for this. Not for the producer. audition. Yeah, that's how the guy gets you. Yeah. He gets you to fill a slot by just telling you it's an audition. So. There's been some, that's why nobody was there, is because there's been so many other people that could do it <laughs> and they've just gotten burned. So Suzanne Summers freaking gets Rick. thrown up there. Freaking Rick. She gets the countdown and she has to start winging it without any scores. She has one sheet of college copy, reads it like a pro. Mm-hmm. She then editorializes on the mascots of the team she's covering fucking love it you know just like hey i wonder which one's cuter or something like that like a oh is a wolverine different than a you know a tiger or like which one would be different better are you like fuck yes like that's everybody's favorite part about sports yes and i i literally i do want to watch people's thought process sometimes unfold and not for like 30 minutes at a time but just hey here's a little prompt 
do 30 seconds on it for whatever. Like, I don't care what you say. I just want to see what your brain does for 30 seconds because it's just fun to watch, right. you know? So that was a fun little bit. <laughs> um, either way, she's very short form, doesn't require a lot. The show is seemingly over in five minutes, probably because this is a sitcom. And uh, then Carol Lambert's given the job. Yeah. You got the job. Frank, none the wiser. Oh, yeah. He was like backstage the whole time, uh, like drinking water out of a chugging water out of a five five gallon bucket. Yeah, that's the, so he went full sitcom nervous where they're like, all right, buddy, you're live on the air. And he he's was just soaked like head to toe. Yeah. Sticky soaked. <laughs> it was like, Jesus. I know it was pretty hot. That's you're right. <laughs> you're right. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, so they get home. Apparently, Frank has been given Suzanne Summers the silent treatment. As you can see in my notes here, Frank is clearly, quote, butthurt about mm. her getting the job. <laughs> <laughs> Carol tries not to take it, uh, but Frank is just insisting. No, 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 you have to take it, Carol. Why wouldn't you take it? And to me, I'd be like, hey, Suzanne Summers, you probably have a great career in broadcasting ahead sure, of you. Sure, you got to start can, somewhere. If you can read off a prompter... Hey, you look great. You're very likable. Like you could do news. You could do because that's a beautiful part about being a desk person. That's a type of broadcaster that's not a reporter or an analyst. Right. You're just a desk person. So yeah, you're just you're reading the news. And uh, correct. You so learn how to you learn how to deliver it. And so she'd be great. I mean, obviously, she was a thigh master so, spokesperson and endorser for years. I thought she invented it. She might have done, actually invented it. You might be right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure. Does she have the patent necessarily? I mean, I don't I'm, know, but that'd be badass. She's like, here's what I like to do: squeeze my. Thigh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what a weird thing to invent. You're like, you know what I was talking about the other day is like <laughs> how much I love spreading my thighs back and forth. <laughs> you're, very, you're so flexible. I didn't know you were that flexible. Damn right, I'm Still. flexible. Man. Oh yeah. I mean, these nuts go all over the place. They're just doing They're not tight anymore. What do you do, Tai Chi? Oh no, I do um uh Tai Cho. Tai Cho. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very similar, but it stretches more of the groin. That's why I was able to do the thigh. It's a real thing. groin focus. It, it's very groin focus. Martial art. It's there for pounding. You know what I mean? <laughs> the groin. Yeah, exactly. Groin pounding. Yeah. Um I know you, you definitely take a lot of crotch shots. It's always so funny. <laughs> uh, so so Carol does accept it. And uh, I, I mean, a man getting hit by a football is probably the best crotch shot ever. Um, <laughs> I mean, it should really win an Oscar. Uh, so Carol accepts it. Frank goes off about how, oh, yeah, see, you took the job because that's what you are. You're a taker. You just take things. <laughs> and it's a very petty, like, childlike piece of garbage attitude to take. <laughs> Says, yeah, you take everything. You take my razors. You pick off my dessert instead of ordering one for your own. <laughs> just take things from me. <laughs> so this is like pent up years of stuff just because Shit, Frank, Frank fucking blew it on the air. Like Frank wasn't good. That's the other thing. Like, Sorry, she Frank. didn't backstab him or like you took a literal shower while, <laughs> during your audition, man. <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, she did get to go second, but she's undoubtedly better on camera than you are. Duffy. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. She's Suzanne Summers. Suck it up, Duff. Yeah, exactly. Suck the duff. <laughs> that was a campaign he ran on in the 80s. Duff sucking. Yeah. So then we go back to the kitchen backyard bedroom. All these three will go back and forth. Uh, we get Brandon, or we get little Brendan, sorry. Brendan. Brendan, who apparently I had to look this up. He was later written out uh, 
He was written out. Yeah, that they, was their only like actual biological kid, wasn't it? Yeah, they wrote him out. I think they had like another baby down the line, and they just wrote that younger guy out. They're like, what are we gonna do with this kid? God, there's too many freaking kids. That's why it. They're like, there's way we too many kids. We can't work in all these damn storylines every week, guys. I mean, we're paying some of these actors to not do shit. Brendan. We never, we never wrote Brendan anything interesting. He's a really boring no, character. That's probably exactly what happened. They're like, look, the focus group stole us. Brendan, nobody likes him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they brought him in. Focus group lady needs to chill out. <laughs> Look, they nobody told us they didn't like you everybody everybody said Brendan's a terrible. <laughs> Brendan, you're dragging the show down, okay? Sorry, Mrs. Buttersby. Yeah, exactly. Mrs. Buttersby is not nice. <laughs> so Brandon is chasing Brendan. Al is chasing Mark over a popsicle because Brendan stole a cupcake. So Cody's out in the backyard putting out a literal fire. Uh, Lord knows how it started. Uh, and then Frank starts griping to Cody about Carol. Cody reminds him that Carol isn't a bad person who was trying to take the gig. And uh, through all this, you know, he's ba- Cody's always a very level-headed guy. That's kind of the, the through line I've seen through the couple episodes we've done now. We're like, he's, uh, they write the most smart lines for him, but he's actually like a drug addict, I think. I'm pretty sure he is addicted to huffing paint. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. He's out there in his vest while he lives in a van. It's yes. a small enclosed space and he just opens a bunch of bottles of glue and like construction adhesive and shit. Yes, but he is as wise as Jesus. Like he is the wisdom of Jesus through a man who huffs paint. Cody's great. I, I love his whole surfer guy attitude. He's like, oh, yeah. Exactly. And anytime somebody does anything bad, it's like, oh, no, bro. I mean, like, well, that's not the right thing to do, you know? Yeah. So it, it is almost like couched as like a Christian message. Sure. Like, I mean, it's a family show. It's a family message, obviously. But he's like but the voice of reason, like the dr- right. He's the right. Yes, you know, like- when Duffy's gone to shit. Suzanne Summers has done nothing wrong, but she's in this weird predicament where now she's forced to either take a job or whatever right. that she doesn't even really want. Or hurt her husband or whatever. Yeah. Is, yeah. And it doesn't seem like she really even wants the gig. It's like somebody offers you something. I mean, you'll consider it. Sure. You know, you're like, yeah, I'm sure, but. I wasn't trying for this. Yeah, she's like, I don't have any passion about doing this broadcasting job. I don't give two crap. Sure. And then Cody walks in. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Cody and Frank have a fucking conversation once, uh, or had a conversation about how Frank wanted to be a basketball announcer growing up. So like that thing is like, well, one time in high school, I got to announce a basketball game or something once, once that's the thing. And you're just like, so maybe he thought that he could get back into broadcasting. So admirable, but dude, you fucking sucked. You went out and you tried. And you suck. So either you, if you're really committed, you got to go home and practice to where you're like, all right, if I ever go back in that place or any other audition opens up, I won't suck balls the way I just sweat all over the place. And it's like, it's like he's mad that he doesn't have a knack for it, like a natural talent. You know, he's like pissed off about that. And it's like, well, then you have to apply and practice and learn it. Yes. Or just, (laughs) Hey, it's a bummer, man. It's a fun hobby. Not for you. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can do whatever the hell you want as a hobby, but you can't go be a basketball announcer Isn't for the Frank NBA. Already, did he not have a job? What's going on with Frank? I think he owns like a construction company or some crap. He does well. 
he owns something. He's so a he's so he's so something. bored that he can have a different. I said, I mean, like a weekend sportscast. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Frank? You've got like 13 kids at home, yes, Frank. Right? <laughs> what the hell do you mean? There's probably a 22 year old kid who would love this. That's job. why Brendan left. Is yeah, because Frank was never there. He's dead. Brendan died. Patrick Duffy killed him. Oh my god construction accident filed the insurance you know it's always the last person you would expect there would be an accomplice probably cody probably cody somehow yeah. cody it's all been a cover here daylights there is the nicest guy on earth all jesusy and then psh, nighttime comes around and he's dexter sorry he definitely has a construction company oh sorry because yeah because frank goes on and on he's like you know i had to put a lot of stuff on hold when I had my first wife and these damn kids. You know? <laughs> damn, Patrick. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And he's like, all right, I thought this was my last chance to maybe be somebody. Do something with my life. And you're like, on that shit station? You're like, it's a local, again, like. How's this big shot? His break. I mean, again, it would have been fun. Don't, you know, like, yes, it's fun. Yeah, Go for but it. That is akin to a public access TV yes, station. That's the thing. You're like, Frank, come on, man. We can pay you $13 an episode or an, $13 a reporting or whatever. <laughs> cool. Great. And so Carol then has to come in and console him. Yeah, he goes to their bedroom and he's talking to Carol. He says, hey, Frank, you're successful. You have a successful construction <laughs> company. There you go. And you had multiple marriages. <laughs> and, and then she seemed to imply that you work really hard to keep me happy. Which I I'm like, that. in the bedroom? I believe that. I was like, I bet he does. I believe that. I bet Duffy is making sure Suzanne Summers is not approached by you any look, other man. Look, you don't, you don't accidentally invent the thigh master, okay? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah, so and, and You're right. And keeping a Suzanne Summers, he better work his ass off as a con- at his construction company, and it better be successful. Maybe the thigh master was invented for for yeah him. after can after patrick well, i think it was around before that no, but no, still. But i'm just saying in this world in this world you're right this is a prequel world mm. where patrick duffy tore it up and now <laughs> needs the thigh master to get it back in action <laughs> i'm sure that's what that did that's definitely uh, it <laughs> um so then brandon's in the kitchen talking about his pie and how no one can touch it um dana and karen enter and they brought home some chinese food that uh, they don't want to share mm. that's ice cold that's you, super ice cold i know you're like god you got to call people if you're i mean i guess you can't it's the 90s payphone yeah i mean still that's tough that's tough um, just you just kind of go maybe everybody else would want some yes let's get a big thing of of noodles and fried rice or something just in case yeah and alan brendan are eating pudding so everyone like you mentioned Nobody's like, hey, let's just get a big thing or something. Like, they all have enough to probably split. We're talking pies and puddings and Chinese food. We could all have they, a little bit of everything. As we'll see here in a minute, they definitely have enough. Yes. That's, there's no no hair splitting on that one. And then that little wiener kid, Mark, enters and gets mad about the pudding. And then the scene slowly devolves into a food fight with one by one, just like, firings of food everywhere puddings and yeah yeah it's all over the place a lot of slop going going around no their parents are gonna kill them i was my wife and i when we watched that were that's all we could see and think about i was like oh oh <laughs> you guys want to do that like look look at the china over here this is embedded <laughs> in the cabinets 
This is a built-in. We, we have cookbooks on these shelves that are now doused in chocolate pudding. <laughs> and urine. And urine for some reason. There's low <laughs> there's there's low main in this birdhouse on the wall. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. And so yeah. There's we, low main in the birdhouse. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um yeah, uh, so Cody comes in at the peak of this damn food fight, and he's got to be the code man. And he's like, hey, man, we can't do this. We can all work together until somebody throws some damn food on him. And then he's all into the food fight. So now he devolves into non, you know, adult mode, and he's a child. He's again. a child again. Because he, he walks that fine line, because Cody's like, what, 22? It's Yeah, seemingly. And Young. he's definitely murdered somebody. I'm definitely. Sure. And huffs a lot of paint thinner. He's a, he's a paint guy. I can tell. <sighs> I, it takes one to know one. Video head cleaners. Yes, stuff. absolutely. <laughs> um, so then Suzanne Summers comes in and uh, takes Frank to the TV and says, hey, now let's go let's go watch who's on the local sports station today. Let's go see what we got going on. So they're gonna tune in to see who filled the slot. Right. She didn't take it, he didn't take it, who took it? What do you know? There's the code man. Cody bro. <laughs> in sports scores. But it's the it is the cherry on top that we all wanted, Steve. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb that it's great. It's like every episode of Mr. Bean. It's so stupid that it, on a base level that it's hilarious and amazing. At least that's what most people think. I um, worship. I'm more of a Jolly Green Giant guy. Jolly Green Giant? Yeah. I mean, of, of all the beans. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Did you um, see him at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? There was a whole bean like musical. There's like a vegetable musical or something coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh, corn. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, there and you go. Doing it's corn. Like a corn musical. It's shucked. Yeah, and when you it's called shucked, shucked, which is great. And when you don't know, when you don't know, you're like, what in the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> A giant jolly green yeah. giant, and then right I remember because that's how I, I was like, "What the fuck is going <laughs> on?" And then I was like, "This but has to be a musical." And then I was like, "Okay, it's obviously a satirical musical yes. about farming or something." Like, <laughs> I was like, "That could be funny." There's a bunch of musicals that were in that vein that I have not seen, which I would love to see, like Book of Mormon and like I've the, seen Book of Mormon. I've puppet, done that one. What's the puppet one? Then there's a puppet no one. That one's supposed to just be insane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not up to date on my musicals, unfortunately. Me neither. We don't get a lot of that down here in Texas. They're around, yeah. Good I don't know. Off Broadway stuff down there. I know. We don't get the good ones either. I used to see Greater Tuna and Tuna Christmas. Oh God! You remember those tuna ones? Yes, I those do. Those are great. I'm sure they were. But two guys doing multiple characters the whole time. Yeah, it's just some dudes in drag. The so, whole entertaining. Time. <laughs> so entertaining. So entertaining. <laughs> so worth it. Hey, we're going to dress up like old women and make phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, man. <laughs> Weird, Comes baby, what great. are you doing? Just turn your brain off and just yeah. enjoy it. That's, what, <laughs> that's right. what it is. The lines aren't funny, but we'll do weird voices. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be Christmas tomorrow. That's right. Ho, ho, Christmas on toast. It is antiky. I will give you that. There's a bunch of real quick changes and like. I'm sure it was great. I'm, I'm just dragging it down do just it. because. They don't do it a lot anymore. Well, this is the end of another fabulous episode of Sideshow Frasier. If you want to continue supporting us, uh, please do. Uh, just have to follow us on social media and leave us some of those reviews on wherever the hell you're listening to this particular podcast. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, whatever. 
leave the little review there. Geo hey, write a comment. Yeah, what was that? Geo cities. Geo cities. Oh, we are popping. Geo cities for us in Iceland. Holy! Took fuck. it over. We took it over. Oh, uh, we're the number one podcast in Iceland. I know it's amazing. I don't know how, but it's it's, it's incredible. The, the the Norse love us. Oh, okay. That, well, that does make sense, I guess, culturally. Yes, uh, it does. Generically. You're a very hairy man. I won't stop. Mm-hmm.